0: Hey everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, a BC Science Fair Foundation podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. This season, we've been going back to talk to past participants in science fairs to get their perspective on their experience and find out where their passions lie. And today, we're not only talking to a past winner of the Canada Wide Science Fair, but also a current high school student, and that is Gavin Howells, a grade 12 student, coming to us from Whitehorse, Yukon. Hi, Gavin. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi Michael,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Yes, uh, really excited to talk to you about your idea that won you the uh, Canada-wide science fair. But before we get to that, I'd love to hear from you about how you first got into science fairs. Was it something that your teachers kind of made you do or did you have an inkling that this might be something you would want to involve yourself in?
1: My introduction to science fair was a little bit later than than some people's. I know some people started science fair in, in grade two and did it every year in elementary school and then went to the Canada Wide Science Fair every year in high school. Um, but my introduction was in grade seven as part of my school my, my schoolwork. Uh, it was a mandatory project and I had a lot of trouble finding coming up with an idea. Mm-hmm. I did my project with a partner and uh, we were thinking about all sorts of ideas. And then we, we finally stumbled upon analyzing which part of the house had the most bacteria. <laughs> and so I did a lot of, It's. I know that's a. it, it seems to be a, a common first project for students. I think, you know, it was, it was something that I, I didn't know that I was interested in before I started, but as I got going and started researching bacteria and how it impacts human health and how it's, there's an entire world of microorganisms that most people don't even think of. Of course, we're thinking a lot about microorganisms these days with, uh, the COVID nineteen pa- pandemic happening, but it's it's really a fantastic world that I never would have been exposed to otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though if it, it wasn't a it wasn't a, a brilliantly uh, innovative idea or anything like that, my partner and I got really into the idea. we were, uh, and we ended up being selected to attend the Canada Wide Science Fair as one of two projects from the Yukon Regional Fair. That first experience at the Canada Wide Science Fair was something else. The, the projects when I entered the exhibit hall, it, it was like the most people I'd ever seen in the gym before coming from the Yukon. (laughs) Equally as amazing was the welcoming attitudes of all the students behind these projects. And so those two things together, as well as the, um, the activities Mm. and the lectures that, that I was exposed to really inspired me to, to, to enter science fairs the next year. And although I didn't win at that Canada wide science fair, it was kind of the, it was the spark that lit lit the science fair fire for me. And uh, yeah. And since then I, Yeah. So since then, I've attended uh, three more Canada-wide science fairs. Um, I've also had the honor of presenting my research to Prime Minister Trudeau at the Prime Minister Science Fair on Parliament Hill. And then I've also had the honor of representing Team Canada in Abu Dhabi uh, at the Millset International Science Fair
0: oh wow this is this is great so uh, before we uh, so when you got to talk to um, you know government officials and I know that you 've also done some work uh, with the Yukon government there as well you know what sort of things what sort of questions are they asking like what what's that experience like when you uh, get to talk about your science to these
1: um, government officials first of all it's it's really commendable that they have events where they where they want to reach out to youth doing science fair projects and listen to to what they 're doing and then in the yukon i've been able i 've had the the great opportunity of working with our Yukon government health promotions unit uh, to discuss uh, my most recent project um, which studied the uh, potential mutagenicity of e-cigarette liquids and vapors and they were really helpful in helping me find uh, the emails of schools or teachers at school local schools so i could present my research as well as collaborating on presentations with me um, i got to talk about my research so they could hear what I was doing. And then I also was able to get a grant from them, which was really helpful for funding my supplies, which I've had to to outsource because we don't have all these supplies in the Yukon regularly. And then uh, and then I also had the opportunity to, to present to uh, Dr. Brendan Hanley, who is our chief medical officer of health. He was interested in the work that I was doing, studying the potential health risks of vaping and the work that I was doing to spread my results to the schools in collaboration with the Yukon Government Health Promotion Unit.
0: Oh, wow. I love this um, this story. So if we go back to when you started, you know, bacteria in, in sort of uh, far corners of your house, and as you said, a common first project, although I'm not sure if that's a super common first project, but I don't think e-cigarette liquid is a common uh, science fair project. So how did you get inspired to to look into vaping?
1: Well, in recent years, the incidence of e-cigarette youth among youth has increased dramatically. And this is an issue that I've witnessed firsthand because I entered high school when these devices were initially entering the market. So there were many misconceptions about them Mm -hmm. just being harmless water vapor or not addictive many students to this day are using these devices and uh, addicted to nicotine. And uh, it's a public health issue that, or a public health concern that mm-hmm. uh, many, many people are trying to trying to help mitigate. And so with my project, I wanted to investigate the potential health risks of these devices, because I'd heard that um, certain studies had demonstrated when heated, these, um, you know, liquids that have been tested for their food grade safety could produce chemicals that uh, maybe mutagenic. And because I was familiar with uh, a model organism that can demonstrate mutations using a red to white color assay, that's HA2 Saccharomyces cerevisiae, um, I decided that I'd like to analyze the mutagenicity of a common flavor of a fruity e-liquid and then uh, an unflavored one, both without nicotine. I designed an exposure chamber, which I wanted to simulate a lung out of a sealed plastic container, oxygen tubing, uh, the e-cigarette, and then a syringe. And then so I basically put the put the agar plates in with the yeast spread on them I put them into this chamber. And then when I would pull back on the syringe, it would because it was all sealed Then it would create negative pressure inside the chamber. And that would bring air through the e-cigarette and activating it and bringing vapor into the chamber onto the cell. So after I uh, performed the experimentation and compiled my results, I found that. Both e-cigarette vapors uh, not containing nicotine were able to statistically significantly increase the mutation rates in the yeast. And since this yeast is a a model organism for human cells, these results could present implications for human health. I wanted to take these results out into my community to help make a difference with them. Uh, So I decided to present them to grade six and seven students before they entered high school Mm -hmm. in order to educate them about the potential health risks of e-cigarette use help them make more informed decisions about uh, these devices because inevitably they're going to be exposed to them when they uh, reach high school, and then also to uh, show them what's possible with the science fair project, kind of connect with them as, as, as a fellow youth. So I presented my results to 15 schools across the territory from, from Whitehorse to Old Crow, and um, these presentations occurred over Zoom, which was, I guess, a serendipitous opportunity that the COVID-19 uh, pandemic presented because regularly, I wouldn't have been able to travel to 15 schools, but over Zoom, it was fairly um, straightforward. So I had this, this PowerPoint that incorporated my results with the Yukon uh, Government Health Promotions Office, their resu- uh their, their, com- their presentation that they usually do. And then also a little part about my science fair participation. And I made sure to make it all easy for these students to understand and everything. And the feedback was, was very positive. Uh, the students asked lots of questions and uh, their teachers emailed me back a couple of weeks even after the presentations and, and let me know that, that they were still talking about it in their classroom.
0: Yeah, amazing. You know, not every science fair project is going to hit on, you know, such, you know, hot button, you know, health issues, Uh, you certainly did with this one. You know, what was the reaction, you know, from some of those health officials when you started to present them your research? Did you uh, talk to them while you were doing some of your own research to compare notes? Like, did they sort of give you any hints that you were maybe onto something here?
1: Well, most of the research that I compared my project to were uh, studies indicating the uh, presence of these mutagenic compounds in the vapors. And then I was trying to connect that with evidence of mutagenicity in a model organism for human cells. And uh, so I did compare my results a lot with uh, the scientific body of research, but it wasn't until actually after I uh, finished working on my project that that I... reached out to the health promotions office and talked to them about my research and they were um, pretty excited to, to hear about my findings and discuss what, 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 what they have to say uh, with me and they, they still are a great support and I think I'll continue to do some of these presentations uh, going into this year.
0: Yeah, this is great, Gavin. So not only is your project, you know, having a future life, you also got involved very early on in your career to start mentoring because you already started to present to younger kids and sort of, as you said, connect them to the process of science and sort of using yourself as a model for what science fairs and getting involved in science fairs can do. Um, What are your plans uh, with science fairs? You know, it's been a weird, year uh where you're in grade 12 now are you thinking about continuing to be involved in science fairs um what exactly are your, your current
1: plans so i have an idea that i'm thinking about however i don't know if i have uh a lot of time to do it i'll see but i'm i'm really interested this year in getting more involved with mentoring so hopefully be able to do some presentations over over zoom or if the covid situation gets better then maybe some in person uh and then i'd like to offer maybe uh, general zoom general zoom calls with uh with all the schools to to talk about the stages of science fairs you know uh, one zoom for for beginning uh the project finding an idea another zoom for you know working on a procedure and everything uh, et cetera like that and then i'd also like to help develop a science fair support network in addition to what uh the the Yukon Sticking Regional Science Fair and the BC Science Foundation provide uh, both of which provide great resources, you know, more more uh, resources to connect with to connect with local mentors, and then um, potentially uh, just do some just do some videos about explaining the scientific method in a fun 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 way. And then I'd also like to continue judging because I started judging last year because I I wasn't part of the regional science fair because I'd been selected the previous year because uh, the fair was canceled due to COVID nineteen. Then I didn't have to go. Uh, to last year's regional fair, so I'm I'm looking forward to judging again. Uh, it was an experience that I enjoyed. Yeah, however, I can stay involved with science fairs. I plan on plan on doing.
0: Yeah, this sounds like a great plan uh, for you, Gavin. I'm excited uh, for you and your future. You know, you're in grade twelve. You're nearing your post-secondary phase of your education. Do you have any thoughts about um, where you want to uh, go into? What sort of uh, things you'd like to learn
1: more about? Since most of my projects have have analyzed. Uh, microbiology, and they've they've worked with microorganisms. I think that I found that I have quite an aptitude, and at least quite an interest for microbiology. And so that's definitely what I'm looking looking to study. And then beyond that, I um, have quite an interest in health. Uh, I initially became so interested in microbiology because I I wanted to understand how microorganisms can affect the human body and affect disease and stuff like that. Um, so. I think that i'd like to hopefully become a doctor and that's a long ways away but that's the plan and so working towards that as well
0: awesome uh really looking forward to, to that for you gavin um you should be very proud and uh, we're all proud of you here at the science fair foundation um just getting to the end of this here podcast let's innovate um you wanted to try some rapid fire questions
1: yeah sure let's go
0: All right, Gavin, Uh, first up, where do you get your best ideas?
1: I think I get my best ideas from looking at the world around me, just seeing what kind of problems we face and that our communities face, and then looking at how those those questions and problems can be molded into a way that a way that you can actually yield results that will be that will be valuable and interesting.
0: Awesome! Yeah, I love the the community connection. You've already started that with most of your projects. Next up, uh, is there a a piece of media, a book, a movie, a video game that's had the most influence on you so far in your young
1: career? Piece of media that's had the most influence on me is a YouTube channel called Chubby Emu. Uh, he's a toxicologist and he, uh, he takes medical case studies okay. and he presents them in a, a dramatized, but, um, very educational fashion. So he says, uh, <laughs> a patient is presenting to the emergency room with, and then he, he gives their symptoms, uh, he gives their prior medical history, and then he goes through how the doctors, uh, act somewhat like detectives to figure out where these symptoms have come from. Uh, what 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 they can do to treat it? It's an amazing channel for someone like me who's interested in the human body and medicine and uh, microbiology and everything like that. Because it it takes all the all the theoretical stuff and then it combines it with the practical application of it in medicine. And I like I've never been one to watch any medical shows like Grey's Anatomy, but this is this is definitely something that I I can I can binge that's medical related.
0: Chubby Emu. I've not seen it, but I'm going to go check it out and we'll put it into the show notes so other people can find it as well. Last up, uh, do you have any advice for future Science Fair participants?
1: I think my advice to future Science Fair participants is to get involved with Science Fair because Science Fair has been a truly amazing experience for me. Um, I've got to visit Abu Dhabi. I've got to present to the Prime Minister. I've got to meet amazing students from across Canada, Um, incredible mentors who have taught me so much because science fair doesn't just have to be a, a project in school. It doesn't just have to be uh, something that you're finished and done with. It can be a, a fantastic e- learning experience, not only learning about science, but learning about being curious about the world, investigating something you've always wondered about, investigating how something works. You can learn a lot from reading about it and you can learn even more by doing it. So
0: Awesome. Well, Well, I mean, I feel inspired uh, listening to you, Gavin. Hopefully all the listeners out there also feel inspired on this episode of Let's Innovate. Uh, Gavin, uh, thank you so much for joining us on this episode.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful.
0: All right. If you want to follow more about what's going on at Science Fairs, uh, we've got the Youth Innovation Showcase, our website, sciencefairs.ca. We've also got Sweating for Science that's up there on our website, sciencefairs.ca. You can also follow what's going on on social media at Youth Innovation Showcase and Instagram at Youth Innovation on Twitter. I'm on there as well. Michael John Unger on Instagram, Michael J. Unger on Twitter. All right, folks, until next time, let's innovate.